I'm Joshua Best. I'm Jacob King. And this is Somebody Somebody Else's else's Favorite Songs. Casual popular music discussion spanning the past 70 years. We talk about the music you love. And the music you should know that you may not. You are listening to episode 18, Why You Should Love Bob Schneider. Welcome back, Seth's fans. It's episode 18. It is indeed, and we're back after a, a short hiatus, ready to keep giving you the marginal content that, that we love. That's exactly right. More marginal content on <laughs> on its way to you. This is episode 18, and we are continuing to try different variations on our main theme, which is we each pick so many songs. We've done that by topic. Uh, we've done that to highlight certain things. Last time it was random playlists. I guess this one you might call an artist profile. We're wanting to shine a a big spotlight on an artist which around here, especially around Austin, is very well known, but uh, has not much national mainstream uh, success as an artist, even though he's been around for a long time. Yeah, he's he's been making music basically for 30 years. And we are talking about Austin's favorite son, whom we've mentioned several times, Bob Schneider. You know, we've even we've even had a couple of songs of his played on on the show before. We have. Um, I played. I know I played "Funky Weather" on the weather episode. Um, I believe that "Trash" was played on an episode as well. Yes, I played "Trash." Um, may have been a gateway Peaches. song. I hope All right, Peaches. fine. Go ahead. Here, here's here's the song they're asking Fine. for. Peaches. Peaches. I love you like peaches. You're all sweet as can be. I love you like peaches. You got me up in a tree. I love you like a blue sky On a beautiful day I love you like a blue sky Hey, what can I say? Just want you above me I want you to love me I love you like forever Cause it's all that we got I love you like forever Yeah, but not for what it's not Not the way that it was 
Okay, okay, fine. Random person who happens to be in the room that we can't see. We just played for you Peaches by Peaches, Bob Schneider. <laughs> Peaches is Bob's most popular song, at least by Facebook plays. Um, th- almost three and a half million plays. You mean Spotify plays. What did I say? You said Facebook. <laughs> Facebook? <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, we take a few weeks off and it all goes to seed. I can't even it's remember like what, what piece of technology I'm using. How does one a podcast? Oh, anyway, boy. Spotify plays, it's the most popular. Yes, and it is from his 2011 album, A Perfect Day. And it is a great song. But very often, you will hear at his shows, and I know talking about his concerts is going to be a a major theme uh, for our discussion, but you will hear some woman, generally quite inebriated, (laughs) continually begging for peaches. And sometimes he just has to stop down and say, I'm not playing peaches. I have a plan here, and I need to hold to my plan. Thank you. His or, plan, his plan, which is just play whatever song I'm feeling. If it's a solo show, yeah, he yeah. still tells him he's not going to do it. Yes, that's. I mean, and, and I've seen him do it certainly. Where you're <laughs> just like, okay, fine, I'll play it. But sometimes he's like, okay, I heard you, I, I heard you, I got it, I got it. So we just needed to get that out of the way. And since it's his most popular Spotify song, it's one of the two songs that we think you might most likely be familiar with if you're not already a all. big Bob Schneider fan, right? So we decided to do our normal format, which is five songs Correct. each, but we're going to basically highlight this guy, Bob Schneider, uh, in a way, any way we choose. And as usual, we did not discuss any sort of methodology for how we're going to um, pick the songs or any, anything like that. We just picked five. Isn't that right? Right. And I'm, I'm sure that we have some method to our madness that we'll, we'll talk about um, here in just a moment. Let's, let's consider for a short time, though, uh, Bob Schneider uh, background, if you will, uh, born in Michigan, but then grew up in Germany with uh, his, his parents, and his father was uh, a, an had a desire. An aspiring to, yes, opera singer. To be a singer, but... Apparently, he did not have the voice work for out. it. And they ended up in El Paso, where Bob briefly attended uh, UTEP. And he was an art major. Yes, art. That is correct. And one of the things that if you you know get into following around with Bob Schneider, you'll see that much of his social media postings outside of concert notifications are pictures art. of his art. Yes. And he has a unique and unusual yes. style uh, for creating art, and it's it's interesting. It and is strange. It is that's, but you know that's also a, a good way to describe his music as a whole as well. That is that is definitely right. And the thing that first drew me to to Bob Schneider was the the true eclectic nature 
of what he produces, which can literally be anything. Anything. And as you mentioned, a career that has spanned 30 years, he was with the, a band called the Ugly Americans, which apparently opened for Dave Matthews Band in the 90s. And Big Head Todd and the Monsters. And also was in a band called the Scabs. There's an interesting backstory there. Oh, is it? Is um, there? Yeah, because the Ugly Americans, of course, on the strength of, of doing some, some opening tours for some pretty well-known people back then, had created this rock and roll jam party band sound. And the guys in the band, who included Bob Schneider and also Bruce Hughes, who continues to play bass for, for Bob to this day, Oh really? Um, yeah. Is was, the shorter the shorter guy that has kind of gray hair? Yeah, kind of curly. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I, I always say. I don't want to be Bob. I want to be Bruce. Yeah. I want to play with Bob, <laughs> and you know, just kind of have a bass going. You know, but he was in that band, but as a guitarist. So I the see. Ugly Americans mid nineties put out about three albums, and they kind of run their course, and they wanted to do kind of like what we're talking about, more of a wide open anything goes type thing. So they would be playing as the ugly Americans somewhere. And then ultimately after some shifting around, it would be the same people who would go put on these black suits and then go to Antoine's and be the scabs. The scabs. And it was the exact same band under a different, as far as personnel, but their desire was to be a, a true anything goes uh, party band, which which they were, <laughs> really out there, but also with horns. With horns. That was what made them more of a funk outfit, uh, mm-hmm. I understand. I can't tell you that I'm too familiar with their music. It's not but, readily available. Yeah. I mean, you can listen to Ugly Americans on Spotify. The Scabs used to have a couple of albums on Spotify, because that's the first time I heard a studio recording of a song that we'll have to mention later called Batman. Mm. Did you know that? I did not. They recorded it, yes. Um, all that is to say that in the 90s, he was, you know, cutting his teeth as a part of a band and, and touring and playing, but he broke out on his own in uh, 2001. Um, his, his, well, yeah. I guess before that, he released a couple of things, but. Yeah, but, but let's, as far as, as, as a solo artist, 2001, Lonely Land Lonely release, Land. which originally was going to be. The name of the band, yep. and is still the name of the band that he plays every Monday night at the Saxon Pub with. He still calls that Lonely Land. Which, by the way, that's something else about Bob. Um, he tours widely, but he almost always has a Monday night date at a place in Austin, which is a cool thing to see. Josh, have you have you haven't you been there once? Yeah, uh, Joel and I went in August of 2019. That's the last full concert I have been to. A situation that we're going to remedy soon, but we'll we'll save that for a later time to discuss. But that was the first time I'd been to the Saxon, and the great thing about the Saxon is you never know what he's going to play. I mean, a lot of times when you get out there and go to some of the venues, particularly as they move away from the local area, the further the further you get away from Austin, basically, the the less likely or the less amount you'll have of the quote-unquote playing the hits. Now, don't misunderstand. He never quote-unquote just plays the hits. But when I went to to the Saxon, 
I think I heard two songs that I was familiar with at all. And keep in mind, this is the artist that I have seen more than any other artist in my concert going. I believe my count is 23 different shows since 2013. And this is something else I think we should should talk about. And, and I should say that we also, me and Sarah, got to go to the Saxon Pub during our honeymoon. We drove That's to Austin right. on a Monday, spent the day there, and we went and saw the show. I, I want to go again. We didn't really have a good experience that time because we were, you know, we standing room only and people were all in our way and more interested in socializing, of course, than than hearing the music. But um, yeah, I'll, you got to pony up for for seats at a table if you're able um, and to be able to really enjoy the show. But it's I mean, it's a small place. It is really small. I mean, what do you think when it's packed? 50, well, six, no, no more than 100, probably. Yeah, maybe no I mean, more than 100. you can get a lot of people is, in there. The room is small, and it's a lot of fun. But the concert experience is a big, important part of who, who Bob is. And I'm sure this is something that we'll talk about as we move forward. So we'll save that maybe for opportunities as they come up. Uh, with Jacob talking about his 90s output, it is a good time to mention what Bob Schneider was most famous for before he started as a solo musician and putting out albums, and that was his love life. Yes, apparently so. He was dating Sandra Bullock for a period of time, which I think is interesting that his Wikipedia entry makes no mention of that whatsoever. But I've got a a magazine from the early 2000s that basically it's got him on the cover. It's a Texas music magazine and it's got him on the cover and kind of the basis for the article is he's no longer the guy who dated Sandra Bullock, which (laughs) I mean, that's such ancient history now, but I bring it up uh, because there was something critical to his life as a musician that came from dating Sandra Bullock. And that would be gun shy, miscongeniality, Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood, and All About Steve, four Sandra Bullock movies that feature Bob Schneider songs. Correct. I have no doubt that that paycheck, and he's had other other films as well, uh, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, and 40 Days and 40 Nights. He's had those also relatively well-known movies. I'm sure the checks have been good. Well, that's certainly something that you can rely on, you know, as we'll talk about later. You know, he he must. Well, of course, now things have changed. But pre Pandy, I'm sure he was playing 250, 300 dates a year. Probably he was touring nonstop. And so pretty close, I would guess to, to be able to support yourself. But but to have that paycheck that especially from Miss Congeniality, I'm sure the, the biggest of those four movies uh, is pretty nice. Yeah. And. I, I, I should say that as that, I am sure, helped him carve out um, the, the like, like you're saying, the, the, the regular, the regular mm-hmm. check to be able to really, I almost look at a lot of his touring as not trying to make the money, but having those other things so that he can tour. Because ultimately, that's what Bob Schneider likes. And you can tell that's that's where he is happy is being able to perform 
and interact with people. And so many of the places that that I like to go see and be it at the Liberty Theater in Tyler or at the Kessler in Dallas or or even when he's doing a full band show at, at like the Granada, they are still all levels of, of intimate settings. And he clearly feeds on that that audience uh, feedback. So the reason I say that is I think he doesn't have to go for making the big money. He can do it the way he wants to do it. And something like the movie credits allow him to do that. Uh, so to, just to put a bow on that point before we jump into the songs, I learned while doing a little bit of research for this that they or he was approached by Netflix. Apparently, there was a big movie last year called The Lost Husband. Are I just saw that. This? I just saw this looking through his Wikipedia article. Yeah. It wasn't that interesting. It says that uh, he declined to participate because he doesn't want to be a recognizable celebrity. Well, that's interesting because, I mean, he's pretty recognizable around these parts. He is, but... Well, he, around Austin, I'm sure, yeah. of course. But he wasn't interested in... And that movie was a big hit and did end up using his music also. Add that one to the list. But it illustrates the point that I'm talking about is he wants to be free to do the things he does his way. Which uh, which is whatever he wants to do, whatever he wants to play, and we can see that, uh, and you will see that with our selections, um, as I believe that uh, Bob Schneider is one of the most uh, dynamic artists that we have yet mentioned on the show, uh, simply because he can and will play any song he wants of his in any style, and you might hear a million different versions of a song if you go see him live. So there's really nothing, nothing, uh, the only constant is the change for, for Bob Schneider with, yes. with his music. And it's, so, gr it's great for that reason. It's really interesting. And, and that's, that's where I came up with my list, actually, I just want to say. Oh, yes, let's get to um, that. I just wanted to give you all a, a good selection, a, a smattering, shall we, shall we say. <laughs> a less random smattering than before? Exactly. A focused smattering? Of just how different... <laughs> Of just how different that, just how different he can be as an artist with his music. That that's a great approach. I I like that. Um, I I am uh, going to assume that you went down that path because it was daunting. How how am I going to focus this? Yeah, and, and especially because there really is no Bob Schneider hit that is recognizable in the mainstream. Right. You know, some artists, they have one or two really huge hits that they can get by with, and the rest of the time, whatever else, it doesn't matter. But nothing is really a hit as far as, like I just said, mainstream. Yeah. Um, outside of maybe one song. But it is daunting because there's just so much that he's released officially uh, and unofficially that it's hard to nail down it certainly it was hard to nail down five, but I'm going to do yeah. my best. So um, I like, if I understood you correctly, I like that you're saying you've tried to represent different facets. Yes. I, I love that. Yes. Okay. I I took a different approach than that, so oh. that'll, that'll be good. What was your approach? My approach is I had no earthly idea how I was going to pick these songs. Do I go through and pick the ones that 
among his fandom or his most popular, because that would be a good way to introduce him to someone who doesn't know him. That was an idea, but that didn't sound like too much fun to me. So instead, I have decided to present a game within a game, and I have created a Bob Schneider-themed playlist And what I'm going to ask you, the listener, to do as I play my songs is see if you can find out what the common link is between them. And I'm going (laughs) to ask Jacob to do the same thing, but not to say it. When he figures it out, he can stop or wave at me or whatever, because I want to see how quickly he figures it out as as well. But that that's what I'm doing. So I'm playing a game within a game. So we've got all kinds of entertaining. Wait, wait, are you insinuating that our podcast is is just is this just a game to you? Yes. <laughs> what it is is it's something that 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 we can do so that apparently people will have it while they're going on their walks or exercising because that seems to be a very popular way for it to be um, uh, absorbed by people. <laughs> I don't see how this drivel could keep somebody running for a mile or two. I'm not sure what the motivating factor there is. Those are some of our closest friends, I would say. <laughs> but then again, there are others of you that I know that get everything all set up, maybe on a Saturday morning, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and just let it roll. So I hope we haven't messed you up and you know who I'm talking about. Uh, by that, that somebody would make an event out of listening to us is, is pretty cool, I have to say. <laughs> it's it's pretty pretty funny. So that's that's what I've I've done. That's what Jacob's done. And I say... Let's roll. Let the games begin. You ready? Yes. Let's roll. (laughs) You ready? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Let's roll. That right now is an obscure reference, but I'm sure you'll understand as time goes on. (laughs) All right. Whose turn is it to go first? I don't have any earthly idea. I guess I'll go ahead and go. Hit it. You already you already basically introduced my first song. I did. Um, You did. We talked about um, songs that were uh, featured in movies. The biggest uh-huh. of one of the ones you mentioned being Miss Congeniality. Mm-hmm. The song in question from his first album uh, called Bullets. Money, honey, it's your only friend, you know. Your friends may take a while for money. Be there in the end, you're in the spin. Oh, it ain't no sin. Drink some gin and have yourself some fun every now and again. Oh, man, I'm bleeding slow. I'm going to bed broke. Mad out is crazy, having a party in my head But don't mind, big baby, I'm getting kinda sleepy Then baby, that look you've been giving me is getting creepy You got the bullets, mm, I got the time You bring the bullets, I'll bring the wine You bring your bullets, I'll bring my hat And we can get the hell out 
before they find out where we're at. You got the bullets, I got time. You bring your bullets, now bring the wine. You bring the bullets, mm, I bring my bag. Cause I can tell you where it is. Well, I can tell you where it's at. Well, now is the part where <laughs> we usually listen to a song. We just played it for you. And then we talk about what the song is about. But I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. This is a this is a concerted fan favorite uh, from, like Jacob said, his first album. And it is, th- there's no typical Bob Schneider song. But if there were. This is pretty representative. This is pretty representative. The main you, thing is you got the little funkiness and the drum beat, which I love. You mm-hmm. got the horns. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's why I was drawn to the song initially. Got completely bizarre, strange lyrics that are, as Wrapped. he is wont to do, crammed in and there, fast. He has a very, very rap style delivery in a lot of ways. Yes. You're, you'll hear that as well. There's a really good video, actually, of him playing this in 2000. You've probably seen it, Josh, on Austin City Limits. Yes. Go on YouTube and check it out, because it's. I, th- I believe this was his introduction to the world, so to speak, as a solo artist, was when he was on Austin City Limits. Yeah, yeah. So this is a, this is a really good song, I think, that shows you just at the beginning what Bob is all about. It is, and the, the companion... Piece to that. I'm also well. I'll I'll say that. Uh, I was just going to mention though the companion to to that introduction also came from that first album. I'm thinking maybe you didn't pick two songs from the same album. No, but you're t- going to talk about metal and steel. Yeah, aren't I you? mentioned metal and steel, which is something. If you're listening to this and want to go further, that's one to select from that same album, the lead track. Well, also, Big Blue Sea. Yes, which is very another of his very popular songs. Yes, yes, They're, the album's great. It is I really, mean, really good. Really, it's, really it's, good. It's, album. it's among the strongest opening albums I can think of. Yeah, I, I definitely we've discussed would agree that before. That. No question. So bullets, love it. I've seen him play that probably ten times. Yeah, I've probably seen him play it a few times as well. And different every single time. Yes. And sometimes markedly so. Sometimes mm-hmm. a lot faster. Sometimes a lot slower. And I've funkier. heard I've heard him play it straight up like the original. I've also heard him play it faster, and I've also heard him slow it way down and just like singer songwriter style. <laughs> yeah, which is which is always funny. I've even seen him do it with his one man band show, which I'm sure is something we'll mention from time to time, where he can set up a looper and yeah. And, that, you know, create a band sound just by himself. I've seen him do that with bullets. So. Well, you know, I think he played that the first time I ever saw him. Really? And I guess I'll go ahead and say that was the Liberty Hall in Tyler, Texas. Mm-hmm. He showed up, um, a guy that walked on stage with his guitar. He has a trumpet. He has a cymbal. He mm-hmm. has a piano. Mm-hmm. And a complex uh, looper station set up as well. And he'll, in a big part of what he does, which I love, is... He will 
use the piano to make a bass part. He will use the piano to make drums. He'll play, he'll just loop all that together and build up a whole song around himself and then sing and play. It's so, great. <laughs> it, it's an incredible what, uh, showmanship, musicianship. And so that was another reason why I chose this song. It, it's so fun to watch him do that. And, and like I said, it's different every time. Mm-hmm. So whether you are hearing songs you've heard him play before or not is largely immaterial. You know, very often I'll go to see him at the Kessler and he does two shows in a row. Well, we always go to both of them. And there will be changes from the first set to the second set. It'd probably be 75% the same. But even the songs that he does, he might do a little bit differently the second time. So if you can see him twice in a row, why not? Why not? Because of that. So that's that's good stuff there. The great Bullets. Bullets. So what have you got for your first? All right. So I am going to go back a little further before Lonely Land and give you a cut from Ugly Americans, because I think oh. we need to have that as part of our lives. Well, here. how interesting. Yes. So as we, I was glad that Jacob talked about uh, the Ugly Americans, because I did include one, and, and Bob was the uh, lead singer and principal songwriter for Ugly Americans, and I'm going to share with you now the song Vulcan Death Grip. say and uh, well i guess i should say to begin with i'm not a completist i'm not a bob schneider completist like josh is i've never heard that song 
but I've also never seen the video, which was also very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I'm, I'm going to slightly correct you. I'm not a Bob Schneider completist because I'm kind of of the opinion that it's impossible to be one. <laughs> I, I was just about to say that, really, because... I know what you meant, though. I, yes. I, I really like Ugly Americans. Uh, three albums. This one from, um, from their 1995 release, Stereophonic Spanish Fly. Of the year I was born, as it were. <laughs> and so that Vulcan Death Grip... I have no idea what they're talking about. Well, which is, again, a key feature here of Bob I mean, Schneider. It's, okay, maybe I do, but, you know, we'll just keep it family the thing around is, here. The thing is, you don't got to know what it's about. Just groove with it. It don't matter, and that's the point. And Jacob had some, because I've always heard, okay, I knew Bob as a solo artist before I ever investigated and found out about Ugly Americans. And so I've always heard Ugly Americans through Bob Schneider lens. And Jacob, when he was hearing this song, uh, I guess for the first time, uh, yes, had some observations that never occurred to me. This is this is a total 90s band right here. I it, never it, thought of it, it that way. It reminds me of like Spin Doctor and I'm not a so knowledgeable about 90s, but like Spin Doctors and what did you say, Sugar Ray? Yeah, maybe, but Spin Doctors is pretty dead on and, for that particular song. And even the drum sound and the bass, it just reminds me of Dave Matthews, too. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because I was informed by reading that they opened for Dave Matthews, but it certainly sounds like the music of it certainly sounds very much like that to me. So I, I'm going to have to go and check out Ugly Americans now because it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that, it's, <laughs> it's music video. It, it's a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff in there. We we have a we have a young Bob in here in this music video. We're gonna have to link to it. Yeah, we'll he's link dressed. To it he, it's hilarious. He looks just like Bono in this with his red tinted sunglasses <laughs> and his goofy cowboy hat. It's really really <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh man! Um, but uh, one thing you can be sure about, because. Um, he, I mean, he really looks ridiculous, but I'm telling you, 99% certain it's all just a big joke to him. No, I, I was absolutely yeah, like... He's not serious. <laughs> but if you if you want to get out there and, and, and do a little more Ugly Americans, you can check out uh, Candyman. You can check out uh, Nuclear Love Machine, of course. You can uh, check out also a song I, that the name escapes me, and so I'm having to look. But which is probably the one I would have played if I hadn't wanted to get Vulcan Death Grip in there because who writes a song called Vulcan Death Grip? But uh, I would check out if I were you uh, a song from the Boom Boom Baby album called The Wrong Direction, which is outstanding. Hmm. So that's, that's that's my first selection. That's very getting interesting. Getting to know Bob Vulcan Death Grip by Ugly America. That's Josh's prequel selection, basically. Well. What you'll also notice is that w with my selections, uh, I'm going in basically chronological order, album to album, just to give y'all a little taste of what's going on here. So we go to a album which is so interesting called The Galaxy Kings, and an album which I believe was shrouded in mystery for a long time. Isn't that right? Well, it you know when when he started put, putting out music and he's put most of his music out on his own Shakorama label, um, 
there were some releases that he did that did not get widespread release. The Galaxy Kings was one. Okay, of them. so there were very few copies of this 1, put on CD. That's right. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm remembering now. Mm-hmm. It it was later it was later given a wider distribution um, when he made a distribution deal, but originally a thousand copies. Well, that's interesting. I'm going to play a a song which, among Bob Schneider fans, I suppose, is not one of the big songs on this album, but I like it. It's called Montana. Oh, yes. I, I love Montana. Oh, well, let's give it a listen. If I was a tree Standing silent in the forest Or stars shining softly in the night When old fans posed by the rolling cold Montana A watercolor cloud pinning on a sanguine sky Would you stop and say there's the one There's, the one, there's the one who'll always know my name Would you pass me by and never wonder why you Only hear thunder not the words I love you whispering in the rain If I were an old man playing songs on my piano An old man by the side of the road in some cold motel somewhere in Montana Wondering how I ever let you go Would you stop and say there's the one who loves me There's the one who always know my name Would you pass me back and never Only hear the thunder, not the words I love you whispering in the rain this is the part where we play a song for you. We just play the song and now we, we talk about what the song is about, but I got nothing. <laughs> very, yes, very much so. I mean, it's about Montana. Well, at least we know that. I, I guess. I mean. The, the lyrics are so poetic, but, yes. you know. If, Give us some. If I were a tree standing silent in the forest or a star shining softly in the night, if I were an old fence post by the road in old Montana, or if I was a watercolor cloud painted on a sanguine sky, would you stop and say, there's the one who loves me? There's the one who will always know my name. Or would you pass me by and never wonder why? You only hear the thunder, not the words. I love you whispering in the rain. That is so good. There's a lot of really, really dense imagery. It's, there, it's there very is, and I expressive. Think- Though I, this is one of my favorite songs in this album. I've never really stopped to pay attention to what he's trying to say. You've never think, stopped and said, there's the one who loves me? No, but I, I think maybe I've got an idea based on that reading, but I'll leave that to, to you listeners to, to figure out what you think. Uh, but it's, that's beautiful writing, as it, it often is. It's Like I said, it's very, very good imagery, and you know, it's just so random as well. If I were an old fence post by the road in Montana. I mean, I, 
where do you come up with that stuff? This is why I'm always, well, I will always be mystified by songwriters in general, good or bad. Yes. You just come up with stuff like that. Well. I, I don't get it. That leads me in a couple of different directions, but I think the best thing to say in response to that statement uh, as it pertains to this song is to introduce the topic uh, of something that is absolutely critical to Bob Schneider and his output. And I'm talking about the song game, which I know you're familiar with, but we want to share that because it's been going on ever, even since these days and it could give some insight into where you get something like a fence post in Montana. I'm not saying it is, but it might but give some insight. It might inform your... So, Bob has talked about how it can be very difficult to write songs. That's a statement I know I agree with and that Jacob would probably Absolutely. agree with. And part, there are so many parts of it that make it difficult. I would say I have come up with lines that I thought were great or brief melodies that I thought were good, but then they just die on the vine. And Absolutely. if I try to flesh it out a bit further, it immediately becomes crappy and I forget it and it's gone forever. And you have to have something pushing you to keep going. And for Bob Schneider, that is the song game. So every week he and a group of, last I heard, it was up to about 30 people. Yeah, they just get into an email chain. <laughs> yes, and he runs it, and there is a deadline, a hard deadline, uh, Friday at whatever time. You have to submit a new song every week. And to keep people from cheating, he comes up with a phrase that you have to include in the song and work into the song. Okay. I didn't consider that angle at all. So, you know, it would be, I'm not saying it happened here. No, but, but it's it very well informs a lot that I never considered about his songwriting. I mean, one time the phrase was, I wish the wind would blow me. Ah. And he wrote a song called that, but so did, uh, I don't think the song's called the same thing, but somebody else used that line in a song and if you go back to Jason Mraz... I was just about to mention him. And I think his first album, I think, has a line in it that is, I wish the wind would blow me, because he has been an ongoing part of the song I game. was about to mention, he's probably the biggest name in that group. Yeah. Um, also, Ben Folds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is in there. And then a a woman named Patty Griffin, who is a oh, pretty well-known folk... Oh, I've heard her name, folk. too. Um, artist that's been around for quite some time and actually appears on a Bob Schneider album. Yeah, changing your mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the song game is something that if you miss it, you're out. You you have to do it every week. So that means imagine how many songs uh, that is. Fifty two every year times twenty years of fifty two songs every year, and many of those songs end up being songs on his albums. And I really particularly like you know, talking about seeing him live, is he'll play these songs and you have no idea where they came from. Yeah, and you may you may hear them once and never hear it again. That's exactly right. And you may find no reference on the internet yeah. to to where he's played them before. Or, like Jacob said, maybe he never has and never will again. But if you go regularly, which I used to pre-Pandy, try to go see him four or five, six times a year, 
you'll hear the new ones that are cropping up and repeatedly. And then when an album is released, you'll already know it may be on there. Two thirds of it. And well, it makes it very comfortable to get that the okay, here's the culmination of these songs that I've worked on. Very cool. It's just he he's just cool. But he's made it into a a game that allows him to work and makes him prolific. That is an excellent point that, you know, I was aware of the game, but I never considered it, you know, how it might inform his songwriting. So that's that's the point. That's a very strong point you've made there. I mean, one time the phrase might have been a fence post in Montana. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? And I also can't move on without mentioning the sound on this album, Galaxy Kings. I just oh, yes. cannot get enough of the small jazz combo thing. It's exactly what it sounds it's like. It's incredible. It's so much fun, and we, Josh and I have decided that it's probably a guy named Mitch Watkins on guitar, and he is somebody who um, is quite a guitar player who is very prolific around Austin, I understand. Yes, and they've done some work together, and and I do know that when I played Funky Weather, I looked it up, and Mitch is playing on that. I'm assuming he's all over this album. Uh, it's, it all yeah. sounds very similar. And even though you get... A re-recording of an Ugly American song, one I mentioned, called Candyman. Yeah, as soon as you said that, I thought, you know, this is probably uh, where that comes from. It, it does, but it gets a different treatment here in this, like he said, it sounds like a small jazz combo. And the whole album, what you heard in Montana, Galaxy Kings, if you like Montana, you'll like the whole album. Yeah. Because it's, it's got it's, this feel. It's a lot of fun. And it, it's, it's really great. So. Awesome. All right. Well, as I said, I also have a selection from Lonely Land. Okay. But I'm not going to play you the version from the album. Uh, I'm going to play a live version of this particular song. Oh, good. And is it The World Goes Round? It it is not, but I love The World Goes Round. <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to guess cuz I'm trying to get your theme down here. Um, it is not, but it worked out. I, I love it when these things work out because this is a live version of a song from Lonely Land that was played in 2017 at the Liberty Theater in Tyler with Mitch Watkins. <laughs> oh, I was just about to mention we saw them together. We did. And this is a song from that, but the song's originally from Lonely Land. It's called Moon Song. Ah. Yeah, I like the sun When it shines On the moon At night I like the way That you smile When you feel Just right Like the way that you hold 
Mr. Mitch Watkins, everybody on the guitar. Oh, heck yeah. yeah so we, we got that live version I mentioned and then a little bit of the original version. Not markedly different, but it's a more, you know, fuller band produced type sound. And it, I'm so glad you played this, that you mentioned this, because it brings up something else that is integral to what Bob, who Bob Schneider is, and that is a word called frunk. <laughs> yes. Isn't that right? Yes. The so, frunk is very important. This is a, a testament to um, Bob Schneider's um, want to give somebody a good show. And we've already talked about how he plays songs different ways. You know, we'll go, he'll go to two shows back to back, Josh will, and, and hear songs play differently, different songs. Uh, and as is typical when you go see bigger acts, like we've been to see Paul McCartney, for instance, you will be hearing a song, say, Lady Madonna. It's almost the same as you're going to hear on the studio version. There's no difference. He, he just... People go to see Paul McCartney and hear those songs played by him. And that's something that's very typical among any sort of bigger act. But Bob wants you to come to a show. He wants you to have a show which is special to you, and he wants you to come back and hear him again. You can get the show that you have just gone to see, you can get that show on MP3 and buy it before you leave the place. Yeah, used to they burned CDs back in uh, the back day in the that day. you could get. That was the original frunk. But now, and that's the word, that's what it's called, the, the catalog of, of live performances. And this is not just some shows. It's every show. Who likes to party after the show? Jay Thomas. Jay Thomas. <laughs> he's, the, he's the guy who does all the... Uh... <laughs> Jay Thomas is the guy. And uh, if, you, if, you're, if you're in the know... When Bob starts telling everybody that they can buy the show before they leave, and you start yelling, who likes to party after the show, sometimes he'll get a little beat going and do a little, who likes to party after the show. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all there, and you can still buy them. You can go to the website and buy them. They're $10. Download them. Get your show that you right want Right before to. you leave. And yeah. and it's that is so special because what you just heard was from a performance that that Josh and I, and I don't know who else. Alan Andrews uh, he was and there Pam, too. that was the first That's night right. that they saw him. Um, and they're big fans now too. They, they were really jazzed up by that show. Mm -hmm. And so was I. But you're hearing exactly what we heard on that night That's in right. Tyler, Texas. That's that right. is so special. There for a while, I bought a copy of every show that I went to. Um, you, you can download them on the website, like I said, for 10 bucks after the fact. And... It just, I stopped doing it just simply because there were so, I've been so many times, <laughs> but I'll still get select ones that. And you can that, even download and buy select songs, I believe, yes, can't you? Yes, you can. So if you wanted to, you could compile a, a 50 song playlist of bullets and probably get almost a different one. Yes, yeah, you get all different <laughs> kinds of stuff. And, and like, and what, what, it, what it presents is also this. So. I even have my favorite versions of certain songs that are very specific. Like, I, there's a song that Bob does from time to time called Running From The Rain, which is not on any album. I've just heard him do it live a few times that I really like. And it was, he opened with it the first time I saw him with his band at the Granada in Dallas. 
And that version of Running From The Rain is my favorite version. Similarly, a song that was on his 2015 album, King Kong, um, 2017, excuse me, album, King Kong, that I heard him do the first time that I song is a song called Cheaper. And that version is my favorite version. Mm-hmm. And that's another cool thing that comes from this is you do get to hear a bunch of different ways and you can kind of pick and choose your favorites. And so when you add these two things together, Jacob, the song game and the frunk, you have a catalog of thousands and thousands of songs. Yeah, you do. And there is one way or another, you have the ability to get a hold of most of those. So Bob has a Patreon account. Yeah, I was about to mention that too. Mm-hmm. You beat me to it. Well, we're, we're thinking the same thing because those two things go together and that's yeah. where it leads you. Patreon is a website that people can set up for themselves. If you're a musician, artist, YouTuber, any content creator can go on Patreon and they can... For, for donations from their fans, they will give them exclusive content, whatever it may be. A lot of the podcasts do it. They'll release special stuff, you know, artists. Uh, but you donate or you pay a monthly fee um, to help support them. And in turn, you get some exclusive stuff. And so Josh is pulling it up right now. It's 5 10 and $20 memberships, isn't it? Um, yes, him. and then there's a 100 and a 500 So... At the at the five dollar level, for example. So if you and this is really important, I think because part of liking these smaller artists is supporting them. is supporting them, and and I, I feel like you you're very directly supporting them. I like to buy when possible. I like to buy the album directly from him, mm. either at the show where that money is going right there, or through his website, things like that. I want to support these guys. And a lot of artists that we love deserve um, all our support. You know, they're not getting big um, checks from Spotify and Apple Music for their their no. streaming, you know, revenues. They don't have big record contracts. They don't have big tours. Now, I bet so, he made, you know, three or four dollars from those three and a half million plays <laughs> of Peaches. You're not, that's probably not too far off, honestly. But, <clears throat> but this is a great example because if you, if you just want to to join him for $5 a month, you are going to get the four new songs that he's written that month, plus four more that he selects from the vault every month. Yeah, the vault being this mythical, you know, our drive at his house that probably has many more thousands of songs that we can't imagine. So, you know, that's that's really, really great. There's a mini vault at the $20 level that you get a download of a hundred songs. I mean, we're talking about artists like Jacob. I mean, he jokingly called me a completist just because I've listened more familiar. Um, he, you're more him. familiar than I am yeah. in general. But even though I'm a big fan, if I sign up for the twenty dollar level, I'm going to get a download of a hundred songs, and I'm not going to know any of them. Yeah, I mean that's just incredible. And that also. To me, it's a good reason why you pick up a Bob Schneider album and every song on there is really good because there's probably about five dozen other songs that weren't as good uh, comparatively. So, you know, you you get that aspect of it as well. So prolific is he that you get that. So, um, I'm I'm I've been toying with, and I just haven't done it yet, but I've I've been toying with what level 
I, I want to, to do on Patreon. And I haven't decided yet. Um, it would be awfully great if, if I had $500 a month. <laughs> because for that, you get the vault 1500 songs. Okay, so there is a number put on it. And PDF charts of many of the songs. Can you imagine? Can you, yeah. Yeah, and I and mean, I'm sure that some of those will be early versions of stuff that eventually made it to albums. You also get to be listed as executive producer on new albums. Really? And <laughs> well, I mean, you're paying him 6 grand a year, so you are That's true. you are a producer, you know. Um you get uh your name in a song or any name that you choose, and a dedication if the song appears on the album once per year. So every year he'll write a song with your name or whoever's name as part of it. You get to do meet and greets. You get a table at the Saxon once every month. That's awesome. Uh, it's just cool stuff. Oh, you get uh, Valentine's Day tickets, which we, maybe That's we'll talk about show. Valentine's Day later. Well, um, it, it's... It's so cool to be able to do stuff like this. I mean, I just, I can't wrap my head around 1,500 songs that are all different. Can you imagine, you know, how many songs did the Beatles record? Like 200. Yeah, it's a little over 200. So, and how many songs did Steely Dan record? Probably about, what, 100, 120? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. So, I, it, that's incredible to me. It's incredible. It, it's a result of his dedication to the song game. Mm -hmm. So, you got the song game. You got uh, the Frunk. You've got the Patreon. All kinds of opportunities out there for you to get to know Bob Schneider. This is just one more angle to the whole Bob Schneider thing that we're getting to introduce to you. Absolutely. And I think it really gives insight into tr truly why we really love this guy so much. Mm. This is just so much Absolutely. there. And it, it, like I said, it never repeats if you don't want it to. You can always be finding something new. So for your list, Jacob, let's uh, let's see number three. Well, I have got a song from his 2004 album, I'm Good Now, a song which I should mention on this album, there are so many great ones, like Come With Me Tonight, like The Way Life Is Supposed To Be. Great. I really love those songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the first one you mentioned there, Come With Me Tonight, um, just a, a little bit ago, I mentioned the Valentine's Day show. So every year... On Valentine's Day, and then also I think at Christmas time, he puts on a show with the Tosca Strings. It's a four-piece string group, and he wears a tuxedo and has the full band. And Robin and I went and saw that show three or four years ago. One of the best concerts I've ever been to, and he did a live version of "Come with Me Tonight" with the strings that was just great. It was so great. I, I recommend that one too. So. The one that I chose to play is one that just the music is so much fun and uh, a song I've always liked. It's called <laughs> it's called Getting Better. Ah! <laughs> we, we, alert, alert. Oh, did you choose that too? Yes, that is my next song as well. <laughs> <laughs> so here is Jacob's third song and my third song. <laughs> How about that? Getting Better. <laughs> I'm driving downtown in my big red Cadillac Sipping on ice wine, mixing it with silver like feeling the amazing flow The central reason, the afterglow Send my stereo for nothing but the big beats 
windows open sound of the city streets blowing through the night like a tiger in a movie feeling kind of groovy and it's We just played a song, which is we're, we're playing. We're you're hearing it right now. It's this song fades out for like three minutes. Gives Babylon sisters a run for their money over here. We basically have two and a half minutes of song, and then three and a half minutes of uh, of just fading out and and scatting. Bob becoming increasingly more insane as it goes. I think with purpose.
say to you this, 140,000 years ago, when I was a wide-eyed buffalo, sky up above, breathing by, Calamity Jane, my old my, nothing matters, explosions in the eastern pain, jackhammers wrapped up in the Novocaine, my what a girl I can't forget about, all the angels are singing with me now. So we just played for you a song, and this is the part where, where we normally talk about what the song's about. But <laughs> I got nothing except drugs. That's about what I can say. If it's not about, it could be the result of at least. I just, I just love this kind of Bob Schneider song because, okay, Montana was indecipherable but poetic. This, this is, was just insane. Yeah. <laughs> Driving downtown in a big red Cadillac, sipping on ice wine, mixing Mixed it with Similac. <laughs> All right. And uh-huh. and I love blowing through the night like a tiger in a movie, feeling kind of groovy. <laughs> but, you know, he's the message is it's getting better. All right. Right. And it's getting better because of a female. Right. Bees, they all sing her name. I don't know what that means, but. Biz. I, I, but clearly, it's it's getting better. But by the end, he sounds like he's in an insane asylum. <laughs> it's supposed to be getting better, but clearly, maybe it's not. There is another song on. Um, ew, I can't remember if it's on Lonely Land or this album. I better look before I. No, it's on. It's on. Uh, Lonely Land called Blue Skies for Everyone. Yeah. Uh, you'll find when you were done, Blue Skies for Everyone, Cherry Pie, Bubble Gum, Lullabies to Be Sung. And by the end of that song, he's doing something very similar yeah, to what true. he does here. He's just, Tell me Blue Skies, Tell me Blue Skies. I mean, it, it, he's subverting the message, is what he's doing. That's, yeah, I think that's, that's true. what he's doing here, too. Yeah. But most of these lyrics, I, Jack Hammer's wrapped up with the Novocaine, sounds great. Set the stereos to nothing but the big beats. <laughs> I can't believe we both picked getting that, by. Uh, <laughs> uh, getting by. Oh, getting better. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> getting better now. Getting by. Getting by. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't believe we both picked getting better. That That's song funny. of all things. We both. <laughs> so again, thousands of songs to choose from. <laughs> So, I guess you're going to have to look into your stable of honorable mentions to come up with your third. Is that right? Um, I, I due to the nature of of my list being a themed list, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you go ahead and give your fourth selection, and then when I give my fifth, I'm going to play two that are from the same album. So that'll get me to my okay. five songs. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. Okay. So let's go ahead and have you do number four, and we'll say both of our number threes were getting by uh, better. Why am I calling it getting by? Is there a song who, called who getting, sings by? getting by? Isn't there a song by Robert Oh, oh Jerry Jeff Walker. Oh, that's right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, pretty random. Somebody else from up north who ended up in Texas. That must be what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> am I missing something? I must be. So for my fourth song, yes. I guess because I'm going out of order technically, since we both picked the same song, <laughs> I'm going to go with um, a song from his 2009 album, uh, Lovely Creatures, and this is a 
another song that I remember being one of the early ones that I latched onto for various reasons. Uh, this one is called Slower Deer. Spots the gray gazelle And the next thing you know Everything goes to hell Like my mind when I see you In the chapel light Try as I may Try as I might This thing comes And takes over me Like the night upon the sea Like thunder crashing down From above like love So we just played a song for you, and now is the part where we usually talk about what the song is about, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Right there with you on this one, too, brother. <laughs> I have no idea, but it's one of my favorites. The wise man knows what a wise man's worth, and the future childs will walk the earth, but you and I won't see I think it's giants it, will walk the earth. Oh, well, this is misreading it then, Yes, The future giants will walk the earth. But you and I won't see it, though. We'll be somewhere in a land below, with lace and feathers and grass so green, softer, softer than, than what's, what's in between, between our skin. skin. When the sun <laughs> has left the sky, when I fall into your eyes. I don't know what it is about this song, but it's very, it's very trance-like. Yes. It? It, you're just in a trance the whole song, not to mention the out-of-tune trumpet playing. Yes, but, which is on purpose, because every time he plays it, he, I've seen him play this song several times, both solo and with band, and it's it's, it's purposefully sloppy trumpet playing. It, I mean, he's not a great trumpet player, but he can play better than than he than he plays when he plays this song live. I don't know what the point is, there, but there's a reason. Yeah, I don't know what it is either, but it just I've I think I've seen him play it solo, and he plays the trumpet, and it's you know it's deliberate deliberately you know devolves into craziness. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is again 
something like we've already discussed that might be um, counter to um, the song's um, meaning or even the feeling of the song. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. This just this song just reminds me of, I, like I said, trance. That's all I can think of when I yeah. hear the song. And and the thing is, the version on on Lovely Creatures was not the original version of of the song. And the original version featured the steel drums much more heavily. I mean, they're there on the Lovely Creatures version, but they are they are mixed way down. Mm-hmm. the The original uh, version uh, let let's give them a taste of that is from two thousand eight album when the sun breaks down on the moon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot to about some of that. This. I've been making all this money at the grocery store So I can buy you something nice When you get back from the war, you know it's true I think about you every day When I go to bed at night I hope that you're okay But the night's like a train Filled up with ghosts That sing your song while the checkout host Dances with the loose carts in the parking lot I'd give everything I've got If you just kiss my face, make my black eyes burn A fool like me will never learn So speak the words I long to hear Speak them slow and clear That song, you know, I forgot about that, but it's I actually kind of like it better. The, it it kind of drives the, the point home a little bit. The, I mean, the thing about Lovely Creatures is it is definitely more produced than the other stuff he has sensibility, done. Yes, if there was anything. Yes, and don't I'm not I'm not saying it's a negative. If I if I'm telling someone here's the Bob Schneider album you need, it's 2009's Lovely Creatures. That's a pillar album for me. Yeah, it's a really good one, and but it is it is more produced in general. Yeah, this version you just heard gives a the with the steel drums being more prominent and the the bass being a little more prominent, it it gives more of a Caribbean and Latin feel. A Caribbean me. trance. Yeah, well, yeah, with those with those um, vocal harmonies, very very trans trance like. But I think I was originally drawn to the song also because it just has trumpet in it. Sure. You know, back when we were hearing this, when I was hearing this for the first time, I was still in band and probably in college or high school, and so that was interesting to me. Just like the other song on this album, Head Holds Gold, um, Heart Holds Diamonds. Which we both like very yeah, much. Who also features trump- trumpet prominently. <clears throat> Legitimate trumpet playing, yes, I might add. Yes, yes. So <laughs> when Bob plays with a band, he, he's got... Uh, Ali for president, uh, Ali Steck, who is <laughs> just a very he's very very talented multi instrumentalist. Yes, yes, he plays keys, he plays the trumpet, and I have seen. Does them, he play accordion too? Um, oh yeah. Um, one time, one time I saw him playing kazoo's together at the Granada. I mean, they just they do all kinds of stuff, and you never really know exactly what's Ali gonna do, what Ali's gonna do. But I've been at the Granada maybe during this song. Even when he has gone out and stood way back at the back of the building, like up in the balcony, 
with people and they put the spotlight on him and he just all of a sudden starts playing from the crowd. <laughs> and Ollie's crazy. He he generally wears something that looks akin to, you know, the one-piece dickie that all of the old men wear out in their yeah, front yard coveralls. that they don't know how to zip up. Yeah, coveralls. <laughs> he wears something like that a lot of the time, <laughs> some coveralls <laughs> or whatever. He's very entertaining, but... He he plays a lot of, of the trumpet parts when the band is playing together, but in particular when they play this one and the two of them play together, they're just going crazy, and it's yeah. so fun. Just love it. Love Ollie. Love Bob. Love Bruce. Love all those guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was my fourth then. And so now you're going to you're going to get two songs now to make up for... No, 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 no. I'll wait till number five for that. I'm going to go ahead and do my fourth. Oh, this is your fourth. See, I, need, uh, I, need, I don't have my abacus with The me. abacus... <laughs> Bingo. I got to update the bingo. The abacus is going on there. No, I I will also select a song from Lovely Creatures. Okay. Again, a, a, a pillar album. We've already played Trash for You before, and Jacob played Slower Deer, and we've referenced Your Head Holds Gold, Your Heart Holds Diamonds several times on my short list of things I want to hear him play live that I don't think I've heard him play that one. But um, it would be it would be great to do something like Tarantula, a big crowd favorite. Yes. Uh, that's always fun. But I'm going to go with this one. This is called Till Somebody Catches a Feeling. I want to go back to the way it used to be Before the bad guys came out on the trees And pulled the sky down on top of the dark Brown sticky soft pack earth on my heart Only want to be that hero saving you from the dam on my mom's in Afghanistan I don't wanna be damned I wanna be tan I wanna be a real man I wanna take you out On the town And give you some good times To throw around in your head When you're old Got no friends I make the good times that never ends And help your hand grenades Keep the pins in their pockets Open you up And dig you up with rockets So you can go anywhere you like any old time The way the rings around the Jersey Shore Can fill you up with blue forevermore I lift you up without letting you down Keep all your dreams from turning brown And all the birds that keep lifting you up and in Into the air and into the thin space Between the here and now Oh wow, I can't stop hitting myself over the head do my best to keep up with the dead I don't know why everybody's in my heart Oh, I feel like flagging Trying to put the bats back into the dark Black of my heart I'm made out of jam It's all good until somebody catches a feeling And I'm feeling again La 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 That's a very good one uh, with pop sensibility again. Uh, yeah, it's very pop. It is. Um, you know, there's a lot about it that makes it a 
love song, but there's a lot of it that I just don't really know what's going on again. Again, I could I could give you my usual uh, line that I've repeated yes, about four times yes, already. Yes, that I'm enjoying hearing each time, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I want to go back to the way it used to be before the bad guys came out of the trees and pulled the sky down on top of the dark, brown, sticky, soft-packed earth of my heart. <laughs> great. It, it scans great. Where and, do and, you where do you come up with that? And, and he he does he talks about colors a lot. Yes. He talks about he mentions bats in here. He talks about bats a lot, spiders. He also, uh, by the way, mentions the sea and the ocean oh, and yes, water a lot. A lot. That's a he lot. uses that imagery a whole lot. I love how people try to come up come up with what the lyrics are when they can't figure them out, especially when he's singing fast. But they've on 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 the the lyric websites that are out there, they've totally missed the best line in this song, which is generally transcribed this way. I only want to be that hero saving you from the damn car bombings in Afghanistan. That is not the no, words. No, it's talking about car bombing moms yes, in Afghanistan. It says car bomb imams, I-M-A-M, yeah. which is a genius lyric. But I found one place that said car bombing moms. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's something, too. Which is funny. You know, talking about the lyrics, the the delivery is so fast that mm-hmm. even people will try to write the lyrics down, but then get the lines chopped up. You know, I, like as far as like the stanzas of it and everything. So it's hard. It's it's hard to catch what he's saying. Yeah. And then you get those funny, you know, excuse me while I kiss this guy type yeah. of things. Uh, what is that called? Montegreens. Yeah. Montegreens, yeah. Yeah, that, very easy to do to do with, with his stuff. Uh, this is, a, this is a, a cool tune. I really like it. It sounds great. Um, I've seen him play it a couple of times, doing just a little vamp on the piano and F. Let's go. This, this album, along with being my favorite, has, uh, we talked about it being more produced, but we have some very dark subject matter woven through here. And even the stuff that sounds um, more upbeat and happy, like that one, or the bring down, which is a very hummable, you know, groovable, yeah. I would say, type type song. There's there's always some just something foreboding about it, even even among those songs. I mean, certainly when he puts it out there, like changing your mind that we mentioned earlier, which he has, you know, said that's the divorce song. But Joel has a theory in in looking through this album. And he says that every song on the album is about cheating. And I think he's on to something. It's very it's examining various facets of relationship betrayal and cheating. Whether it's well, overt with something like everybody's doing it, we can too, or even a song like this, just trying to go out and, and catch a feeling. Um, it's pretty interesting theory if one wants to get that deep into it. We won't do that here, but it's that is interesting. It's, it's an interesting Certainly. an interesting way to consider the album almost as a concept work. But it's certainly indicative of the types of lyrics 
sometimes you can tell he's being deep and you can maybe understand a little bit of it. Or sometimes it sounds deep, but it's really not. Yeah. Or other times it's very surface level, and it is, or then it's surface level, but it isn't. Uh-huh. I mean, there's just, there's no way to pin it down in so many cases. He's a great, great writer, and he is one of those that writes poetry and yeah. sends it to music. Yeah. Okay, so your last song then, Jacob, will be number five from you. Well, I have kind of hit... Some songs from each album. I got 2001's Lonely Land, Galaxy Kings the next year. I have Good Now in 04, and then Level Creatures in 09. Well, I'm skipping about three of them, which I'm just because I'm skipping them doesn't mean they're not great. A Perfect Day, Burden of Proof, King Kong. I'm going to Blood and Bones, 2018. And I want to end on something completely different. Uh, we have had... Uh, party songs. We've had kind of rapping type songs. We have had a nice um, poem to mu- set to music with Montana. But here's something else too uh, from Bob. Basically, just him and acoustic playing a very um, tender and beautiful song, which I believe is a love song, even though it's slightly overt, slightly. But if you go and listen down through his catalog, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear stuff like this all the way through. But the song that I want to play is called Easy. Where you are, that's where I'll be. Upside down or in a tree. Out in front, far and behind. With you wherever's fun It's always been A scary thing to do To let my heart Fall down into the endless blue But it's easy 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 to do Yeah, it's easy Or the valley blue Wearing tighter drags or real sharp shoes Blown away or blown apart We'll always make it back to the heart Deep in the woods Underneath the big black trees If you are there and lost That is lost where I will be Be easy, easy, easy to do. It'll be easy with you. Where you are, that is where I will be. You will always be. Never been a fan of fish, but your command will be my wish. 
And if you are, I'll pack my hoard And throw it all overboard And sink down till I find you there With the seagrass growing in your hair It'll be easy So we just played for you a song, and this is the part where we would talk about what the song is about. But <laughs> this time, this time, we have a a very beautiful song, I think. And I've been known to, well, I guess nobody's known me to be a bit emotional to hear this song because it's just so beautiful, really. But more than that, it's so simple, and that speaks to another facet of. Bob Schneider, at the same time as he will give you songs packed with words, delivering them so quickly, you can't even think about it. Mm -hmm. But here we have a song which is about love so deeply, but it's not given to you in a high-minded way. Very simple. Mm -hmm. And that's something else that we see in his catalog is just it seems as though when he has something to say, he says it so simply and uses words and phrases that are just very normal. I don't know how to explain it quite. Yeah, I like <clears throat> on, on songs like this, and this is one I heard him play live six or eight times before I believe, he made the I album. I believe I mean, I've heard him sing, play it a few a times, just him alone. <clears throat> yeah. Which yeah, is where I this think, came from. I think every time... For me, it was that. I, I think what it is is it, there's there's a thing with with Bob is he he's he can't just just keep it as a simple love song. There always has to be something a little bit offbeat, mm-hmm. a little bit strange that that shows his personality. It, it's never going to be without its own. His own special way of saying well, things. Like, and, I've and never been a fan of fish. I was, I was about to read that because that is the verse that is exactly exactly making the point you just made that I was about to make. You know, where you are, that is where I'll be, and you'll always be a part of me. Straightforward, beautiful. I've never been a fan of fish, but your command will be my <laughs> wish. And if you are, I'll pack my hoard and throw it all overboard. There's more ocean mm-hmm. um, imagery here. Uh, and sink down till I find you there with the seagrass growing in your hair. So Just, if you isolate, I've never been a fan of fish, but your command to be my wish, you'd be like, well, you're just don't picking a word to rhyme. Exactly. Oh, no. More, much more it's, than that. It's it's quirk. That's the word I'm looking for. It's It's got his quirks in yeah. it. His idiosyncrasies are put into these lyrics. If I remember correctly, I believe this song was written about his daughter. He has a young daughter. I think maybe this is what it's about. Uh, yes, yes. Specifically for his case, but you know, I, I think it works in, all the way around. I mean, with you, uh, where you are, that's where I'll be. Upside down or in a tree, out in front or far behind, with you, wherever's fine. So. It, it's great. Yeah. 
So that's my fifth. Easy. Very good. Very good. Well, I'll I'll go back and pick up one of the albums that that you didn't. Um, of course, there's too many albums for us. We're only picking five songs. And technically, since we doubled up, I've got two to play. And there's two on this album that will be uh, part of my my uh, themed list. Both will work. Let's keep the first one similar to the one that that Jacob just selected. This is another thing that that uh, Bob does a whole lot, and that is writing songs that just have two chords that go back and forth and back and forth over and over again. The entire song, two chords, back and forth. From 2011's A Perfect Day, this is crowd favorite Honey Pot. Some friends, I'll come in, Jim. But you can call me Honey Pot, cause I like you a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm the real thing, oh baby. I ain't no boy, can't, no baby. I'm on. But it don't hurt No, it don't hurt I got a heart lost in kindness A mind that's mostly mindless I can hold you up forever I won't let you down, I swear I have burned down my past I'm lost, I'm built to last I'm built to break, that's okay Got a boat down by the Lost, I'm built to last, I'm built to break 
honeypot, fan favorite, sing along at every concert. Two chords. This is this is his Hey Jude. In a lot of ways. <laughs> it is, because everybody loves it. Everyone loves to sing along, especially at the end. It's such a great melody. So sentiment. simple. So simple. And it works very nicely, I think, in conjunction with, with Jacob's pick of Easy. And it has one of my favorite lines, I'm built for comfort, not for hurry. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. I don't need my mama's money, but it don't hurt. It don't no, it don't hurt. <laughs> I got a place down by the lake. Got a boat down by the lake. We, we can, can go, go there, there whenever you want. It, it's a it's a wonderful little tune. And again, it is from the album A Perfect Day, which is probably my favorite Bob Schneider album cover. It's a picture of wow. him looking just pristine. The, the the hair is, you know, a little... But his hair was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little askew, but it always is. But he's got the sunglasses on. But... His beard is cropped. He looks perfect. But he has the Band-Aid on his head. But if you look closely, he has a Band-Aid across his <laughs> and forehead. And so, again, a perfect, a perfect visual representation of what Bob is. Yes, and it's called <laughs> A Perfect Day. And he's got a Les Nesman Band-Aid across the head. <laughs> Just great. So since I didn't, since we had a, a double pick, I'll go ahead and pick one more song from this same album that fits my theme. And this is a, a good, good one to be the last for our selections because it's one of those crazy story songs. And this is something that Bob does also. Oh. It tells these stories oh, which is outlandish. So this is going to be Hand Me Back My Life. Um, as a matter of fact, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, now, didn't you tell me that you'd be here with a car when I got back from the bank with the money? And then didn't you say your name was Natasha, but that dude called you Patrol Cut? Last night at the party And didn't you tell me you were single But you're not single, you're married To a Russian monster What? And didn't you tell me that you loved me But you just told me that I'm pretty sure you told me that just to use me I said, hey, hold on a minute And hand me back my life I can't take any more of this tonight Hey, hey. come on and hold on a minute And hand me back my life Cause I can't take any more of this tonight Didn't you tell me that you knew How to get back to the border And this ain't the border This ain't the border Didn't you tell me there'd be somebody That'd be waiting for us in a van you know, with some dry clothes Didn't you tell me there'd be passports with our pictures on it? Man, these aren't passports? Oh, this is bull Didn't you tell me that everything was gonna be alright? Alright? It ain't alright I said, hey, hold on a minute And hand me back my life I can't take any more of this tonight Hey, come on and hold on a minute And hand me back my life 
things I can't take Any more of this tonight I can't take any more of this That's a good one. That's a funny song. <laughs> and for for the record, Jacob figured out what my song link and it, and we've been so focused on talking. He was like, you know, I I really haven't even been paying attention, but it he just, figured it out. It just occurred to me the last two songs, this song and and Honeypot. So so I'll go ahead and just say this: if you have figured out what the link between all of my songs is, then send us a private message on Facebook. And the first, uh, we'll say, maybe the first three who correctly identify the link, don't put it on the public page, keep it a secret. You, Let you, me can, know. you can message us on our Somebody Else's Favorite Songs page. Yes, message us from there, or you can send me a text, whatever. First three people will win a something uh, Somebody Else's Favorite Song prize of some kind, if you've got it figured out. But Hand Me Back My Life is... This crazy story about him getting involved with uh, a Russian woman, and they're supposed to—they're committing a crime, and it's not working out. He's being used. He's being used, and the perfect day has. He's come a patsy. To, he is a patsy. He's Bob <laughs> Patsy. Bob Patsy. <laughs> okay then. Hand me back my life. Fun, fun song. Not really anything in particular I want to say about it, other than the fact that I've always thought it was funny and enjoyed it. So I wanted to end on a kind of a lighthearted note. Well, you know, this has been really a great episode in that we've picked a guy that we want to talk about, and we really have given the people a a very wide um, a wide survey of just what this guy is all about, hadn't we? I hope so. Yeah, I and, really and think we have. I, I think so. You know, I'll be interested. To see among some of our our closer friends or family that we know are very familiar with Bob, I'd, I'd like to hear from them. You know, kind of the direction they would have gone. Why did you pick this song? Or I mean, "Hand Me Back My Life" is not one of his greatest songs. But no, but it's fun. It, it's fun, but and it, it, and it, it shows my off. Theme. Yeah, and it shows <laughs> the storytelling aspect. Yeah, it's and that's kind of. Something we both, I think, wanted to do. You specifically wanted to do different styles. But what we ended up doing was covering 
not only different musical styles, different lyrical ideas and styles. Um, it, it was just... And especially how how special he is talking about Frank and talking yeah. about his songwriting and different aspects of, you know, like I said, what makes Bob, Bob. So I'm, I've said this to, to people before. I'm, I'm envious of Bob's songwriting ability. Absolutely. The prolific nature. Absolutely. I'm envious of his proficiency on multiple instruments. Mm-hmm. That's something that on a, you know, Monday morning type level, I mean, when we're playing, you know, I play a little bass, I play a little guitar, I play a little keyboard and everything. But, you know, I feel like, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. He can kind of do everything. Yeah. And I'm jealous of that or envious of that. But there's one thing that I am more envious of that Bob has than anything else, and that's that voice. He has a good voice. His singing voice is, without hyperbole, among the best I've ever heard. And he can he can manipulate it into a lot of different things, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He went through a stage where he did something called the Texas Bluegrass Massacre, where he would oh, do yeah. whole shows. I forgot about that. His songs, the same songs, but all in bluegrass. Style. I forgot about that. Yeah. But in, you know, he'll also do rap singing or rapping, period. But when he wants to, he has this wonderful baritone voice. And I can't count the number of times when I've been sitting at some of the places we've mentioned, Liberty, the Kessler, uh, the Blue Door in Oklahoma City. We're talking about a couple of hundred people down to, you know, 75 people at the Blue Door, maybe. I can't tell you the number of times that those people have been completely silent while he's playing his guitar, but singing loud. Yeah. I mean, just belting out a song like Montgomery or something like King that. Kong. That just, yes. And he'll just give it everything. Everything he's got. And it sounds so good. That voice is, to me, the greatest gift that he has. And I'm sure glad he's using the talents that he's honed to share all these songs with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Well said. So, one thing we have not done is every concert you go to, we talked about people yelling peaches, but every every concert you go to, people expect to hear a certain song. And we began to notice that they would start requesting it. Sometimes Bob takes requests. Sometimes because he says, do you have any requests? But he'll get irritated pretty quickly if people keep yelling the same, yes. play the same song yes. after every song. He reads the audience, doesn't he? He does. I've seen people hold up, um, I mean, as a Kessler one time, he's just in between songs, and a woman held up a little piece of notebook paper that said the best laid plans on it. And he said, best laid plans? Oh, I'll do that. And just played it. I mean... I mean, you talk about an old song from... That's pretty obscure. Uh, yeah, a very obscure when the, song. When the sun breaks down on the moon. Yeah, and he'll just do that, you know, or something like that. But whenever he does that, and of course people just yell him out too, but within two or three songs, there's always some person yelling, 40 dogs, 40 dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Joel in particular, because that's, I would say that's probably his most well-known song. 
um, that's the the one that you hear, and he he plays that at every show. Like I said, I've seen him twenty three times. He has played forty dogs twenty two times every time, but at the Saxon, he's always going to play that song. And he usually uses it for the encore. But there was one time we were at the Kessler, and somebody's back there, play 40 dogs, play 40 dogs. And Joel just finally, he just had enough of it and and just belted out. He's going to play 40 dogs. He plays it at every single show. <laughs> and, and, and Bob said something along the lines of like, whoa, whoa. We're going to have to fight this out Dallas style. <laughs> Get your swords out, you know, or something like that. It was hilarious. But we'll go ahead and end with, with 40 Dogs as well because it is it is his kind of signature song. And that's all I've got. Anything else you wanted to add, Jacob? I don't think so. It's uh, been fun to get back to it again. All right. Let's turn that close shave into a woo-hoo. <laughs> I am Jacob. And I'm Josh. And this has been... (laughs) Premature. (laughs) (laughs) Let's try that again. Oh, okay. You've just heard episode 18, uh, songs from Bob Schneider. Isn't that right? Yes, or Why We Love Bob Schneider, or The Bob Schneider Show. Either way. Bob. What about Bob? Bob, 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 Bob. See, that wasn't what I asked you to do. Bob, Bob, I was just going to say, Bob. here's the episode, and then... Peaches! No, 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 no. Peaches! We're about to play 40 Dogs, okay? Oh, okay. Just hold on. Hold okay. on a second. Uh, hold on. Let's do it one 40 more Dogs! Time. Hold on. Hold, 40. hold on. Just before we get interrupted...
beach down by the coast Slipping through the net like the most Beautiful thing I've ever seen Come out tonight, come out with me, baby We'll throw the careful into the crazy Turn the sky black into a sky blue Turn the clothes shave into a hoo What I say is true Make a fire, gotta burn a few Make a fire, gotta burn a few And we can do what we wanna do This is, you've just listened to about 10 or so songs from Bob Schneider. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you'll join us again for episode 19, which is about something that we haven't decided yet. Until next time. <laughs> That's a great tease. Until next time. <laughs> Here we go. Go have a new episode. It's going to be about something, and I don't know what that is, but you won't want to miss it. Woohoo! I'm Jacob. <laughs> and I'm Josh. And this has been Somebody, Somebody Else's, else's favorite, favorite Songs. Beaches.